subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Yay! What is going on, Mandy J. Ross? Hey, hey. I'm in my little garden sanctuary in Toronto at home right now. Yeah. You know, I was looking back at the last time that you and I talked on the podcast. I mean, we've talked since, but uh, for the podcast was June of 2016. Wow. Yeah, it's been... Uh, it's been a couple of years. It's crazy how time flies. I know, right? It's I I probably would have said maybe it was like 2018 early. It feels like, like I think I think with social media because we see each other so often and we're always like cheering each other on, it feels like time just flows and it's so close together, but yeah, like time time creeps on, eh? Yeah, it's crazy. So since then, because I think the well, you did it here in studio the last time. So you've moved from Vancouver to Toronto. Yeah, right now I'm in Toronto and I love being home. I'm originally from Toronto and honestly, like I just, there's so much that I love about this city. I still love Vancouver and I feel like Vancouver is like my second home, but it is really nice to just be back where I came from. Right. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's get into it. Um, you know, from all of the things that are on your plate from yoga instructor and, uh, meditation instructor and, um, you know, host and you've done TV, you've done radio, you do your own podcast. Totally. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like to get you down this path, what are the shows like the TV shows and like, what's influencing you as a little kid? Like, what are your parents playing around the house for TV? You're, t you're talking about my childhood now? Like, like literally yeah. taking me back to my yeah, childhood? Yeah, like, like okay, way so this is funny. back, <laughs> in, back in the day. Story. Yeah, back, like what gets you back down this path? What, what, that's a really great question. And I love chatting about this with you, Todd. So it's funny that you actually bring this up. When I was younger, like the whole TV hosting and kind of journalism, uh, I guess, journey of mine, there's two big things that come up to me whenever I think about this. One of them, I'll relay it back to the TV show question, but one of the things I would naturally do, and this is a, an interesting thing, my parents actually gave me a plastic play school tape recorder as a child, and I love this thing so much, I would literally run up to strangers and ask them about themselves. Like, just <laughs> naturally. I had no sense of shyness. Like, I would just take this thing and go to people and start, like, literally questioning them. So, lo and behold, I end up asking people questions for a living as an adult. Yeah. Um, but it's funny you bring up the TV show and kind of that reference or that influence. When I was younger, believe it or not, one of the things that I used to do is when the price is right or when the wheel of fortune was on and like my grandparents are immigrants when they first came to Canada, they still to this day watch wheel of fortune. And when the Wheel of Fortune would come on, for some reason, I felt so compelled to stand up and pretend, along with Vanna White, that I was Vanna White revealing these numbers. Or sorry, the letters on the screen. Yeah. And the, the number thing I was thinking in my head. The Price is Right. I would pretend that like when the woman would stand up on The Price is Right, I would just kind of stand there as like a little model and pretend that I was like, you know, showing off the TV or the, you know, the <laughs> all the things on the stage. Like it's, it's kind of funny. And then, yeah, I end up being a TV host presenter. So, so I would what, say those two things. What was the, the first job for you in industry? 
Actually, I think I, I feel like I man Mandy or manifested this one, but straight out of school, I actually landed a really cool opportunity. There was a man who I had gone through the journalism program with at Humber College. Yay to all my fellow Humber graduates. Um, and he had worked with a, a, a publishing company here out of Toronto. And they had a women's, it was kind of like a healthy cosmopolitan magazine. And they wanted to cover TIFF, like the Toronto International Film Fest. Yeah. So they actually hired me on as the reporter to go and cover all the red carpets, interview celebrities. And for someone fresh out of J school, <laughs> as a lot of us refer to it as, um, like for me, it was just, you know, wanting at that time in my life to really be an entertainment host and journalist, that was a huge, amazing, incredible opportunity for me. So that was the first one. And so we know kind of like the TV and entertainment side of things. What's the music in the Ross house as a kid growing up? What are your parents playing? Okay. So my dad actually is a musician okay. <laughs> and I was privy to hearing him serenade me growing up all the time. That um, is plays, great. Yeah. He's like total rock star. I swear. I love my father for instilling and my mom also for just, my mom is definitely would not consider herself a singer or musically inclined. She's incredibly talented art wise. She's an artist herself. Yeah. Um, so I definitely have that creative, you know, vibe always happening in my house, but my dad plays a bass guitar. He plays the regular guitar. He's brilliant at both. And he always sings. So, I mean, I was, I was introduced to music just as a way of life. You know, I can't imagine to be honest, like I'm a singer myself, Todd, and music has been, so many things for me in my life from therapy to just a, a, a release. And I mean, I actually, I got into singing uh, recently again, and I've even thought of, thought of recording some stuff because Do it. I just love singing. Yeah. I love singing so much from deep down in my soul. Like I just feel like, Singing is one of those things for me that's like a soul experience. And I'm getting a little deep for your listeners probably here. but Not at all. You, no, no. We all know like, the power of music, Maddie, is insane. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm such an advocate for especially children having music in their lives because it's just so powerful. So powerful. Yeah, I totally agree. So, so what are the bands? So what, what, are, what are some of the bands that you're hearing then? Right now, like today? No, like as a kid. Oh, as a kid. So, I mean, my dad kind of played a myriad of stuff. Like, it, I mean, he would go for things like classic stuff, like the Beatles. He always, like, would be playing. But, I mean, he, he, he was an interesting one because he'd always be playing the bass guitar to a lot of these things. So, like, I mean, I was privy, I say, to things like Stevie Wonder and the Beatles. And my dad kind of leaned more somewhat towards, like, folk and... Um, a lot of Canadian artists actually, like he was very prevalent about playing Canadian music in our household and, and really supporting the Canadian arts. Yeah. So, I mean, people like Sarah McLaughlin, um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, we listened to like a lot of, <laughs> I loved it, but like things like even Madonna, Janet Jackson, like there were so many different types of music. Sometimes yeah. there would be rock music, country, like there wasn't really a specific band there wasn't a like bob marley my dad loves bob marley like there was always just really cool music playing in our household yeah and so what was the first concert that you went to oh i mean my, one of my dad's 
<laughs> like, it, like what am I, I would say out of all, like, you know, not huge, but my dad would literally, if he could, he would take me to jam sessions as a really? kid. If kids well, were allowed, yeah. He really loved instilling music in every, every opportunity in our lives as kids. Like it was really amazing to have that and to see him play on stage. I'll never forget, like just looking up at my dad and like thinking, oh my goodness, like he's like my hero and I get to see him play and just be in his element. Like it was such a cool experience as a kid. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, now I'm going to put you on the spot. I probably should have maybe even brought this up with you prior, but what are the three albums you need if you're stuck on a deserted island? Oh, wow. That's an amazing question. <sighs> so hard oh my goodness yeah because there's just so many songs that have touched my life like okay i'm gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny the question but i might be kind of clever with this and just say one of the things that i might do is i would probably create my own compilation of three albums and take them with me if I could if, if yeah. I could have that answer because it's just for me I, like I gotta be honest with you too a lot of times when I listen to an album there's a couple of songs that I'm just so drawn towards that just touch me in a way that none of the other ones do right. that it's like those one or two songs from that artist and that's why like my my personality too like I like things from all across the board like there's certain types of music that I obviously like more so than others but I mean, there's so many, just, it's, it's more about the song and the emotion and what it's drawing out of me that really touches me. So I would say I'd create my own three albums if I can put that as my answer, Todd. You're such a little cheater. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, right? Because like, you got to find the right albums. You, you need to find the ones that are good front to back, like a Fleetwood Mac Rumors. Or like oh a, my gosh, Fleetwood Mac Love. Actually, one of the people just popped into my head, like my dad one of the artists he would always play and even to this day some of his songs just when well, my dad plays them for me honestly like they touch me so much are from james taylor yeah classic Love him. classic yeah, james. I, like, a lot of oh. james taylor in my world as a little kid as well totally yeah. mandy tell us about your your podcast uh, pave your paradise yeah so last year i actually started my own podcast and yeah, that's exciting I, it was so exciting. It was like, I just felt like for so long, I had this message inside of me that I wanted to get out. And I didn't really know which medium I wanted to go with. Because as you know, like having been a TV host, and I've done radio, I've done all these things writing. Um, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And it just came on me. I was actually literally the, the conception of Pave Your Paradise podcast came to me when I was literally it was kind of like, it's a, yeah, I'll share. I like, I'll, I don't mind. You are a good friend, Todd. And I'll be vulnerable with y'all uh, listening or watching, tuning in today. So I was literally sitting at the time in what, what, what is considered quote unquote paradise, which is uh, in Bali. And it was a gorgeous place. And I was actually going through some, some personal stuff at the time. And it just came to me like, I had been thinking about starting a podcast for a while, something to do with self-development and like, things surrounding like mindset, manifesting, even health and wellness. Cause I'll obviously, you know, some, those are some of my biggest passions. And, um, it was like all these ideas were going through my head and I was sitting on this boat 
And I was writing out these ideas in a journal and I was just kind of like trying to process the stuff that was going on in my personal life. And it came to me, I was like, pave your paradise. That makes sense. That really makes sense. Like, how can I, how can I show up for an audience who's very much wanting this kind of message from me at this point and be able to deliver it around this, this idea, this concept of paving your own paradise while you're still here on earth. Because I truly do believe, Todd, I am, I am the positive assumption queen, and I will always err on the optimistic side of life, not yeah. because I'm delusional. You, you've always been I like that, believe. too, for as long Pardon? as I said, you've always been like that, too, for as long as I've known you. Yeah, I think, I think for me, it's been a journey of deciphering the, 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 the borderline of it going like, because I do think, and this is something I've learned since speaking to you last time. One of the things I really want to say to your audience more than anything today is, and we'll get into like YouTube because now things have like transpired in that direction too. But for me, it's like you really can do be and have anything you want. I really do truly believe that in my heart of hearts. And that really is what I'm trying to help others do in, in everything that I do, whether it's being a content creator and influencer, TV host and media personality, you know, coaching, all of the above. For me, it's all about helping people create whatever their version of paradise is on earth. Because for each of us, that's different, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you think that the, the main thing, the thread that you find working with people and regardless of men or women, the, the, the theme is that they need more positivity in their life? Um, I like I shake my head out of response just because my automatic answer would be no. It's not so much about just having positivity in your life because let's be honest, there's actually quite a lot of positivity content and that kind of stuff that exists. I, and this is why even in my coaching, it's transformed more so and my content, even on YouTube and with the podcast, I'm huge upon positive mental diet, positive mental diet, because the thoughts that we have create our reality. That is my belief. And I, you know, I really do believe, and I'm not, we don't have to get into like a, a huge discussion around this, but I really do believe that you are quote unquote, the God of your reality in the, in the sense that you create your dream or the opposite of that in your lifetime. So it's not a matter of just ingesting yourself with lots of positivity because there is such a thing I think is the false, false positivity where you're just like constantly pretending that you're happy or, but like you really got to feel it, right? You got to feel happy with yourself first and foremost. And you have to be on literally what I am on now, which is like a religious, no pun intended, positive mental diet. And it's not because my life is perfect. I like to say that affirmation, you know, everything in my life is perfect because I err towards the side of optimism. And I do believe when you say things out loud, when you affirm to yourself things, they do show up in your reality. There's more of a chance that things are going to work in your favor that way. But I think it's more so being conscious of the thoughts that are going on constantly, constantly. Like we have over 60,000 thoughts a day, over 60,000 thoughts a day. That's over 60,000 opportunities to plant positive seeds or negative seeds, and they all manifest into something, mm -hmm. right? Your subconscious doesn't know the difference between a positive or negative thought. It's not sitting there as a filter going, oh, this person thought something negative. We're, gonna, we're not going to make that happen for them. 
And I think that if people were more aware of the, the mind chatter that's constantly going on in their heads, they would realize that the more that they feed themselves with their thoughts, positivity inside, their whole world will start to reflect that which is going on in your head. Yeah, because we all have that person chirping in our heads. Completely, yeah. Like, what do you I mean, listen every, to, though? And that's, that, there's power in that, right? Like, honestly, Todd, there's so much liberation. And this is, like, I've been focused so much on health and wellness for so long because I am just a health and wellness passionista myself. And, like, even with my YouTube, you know, doing workouts and stuff, I really want to start doing way more mindset and, like, even just opening up my coaching to more people now because I kind of put that on a bit of a back burner with all the content creation and influencing and, and uh, YouTubing and all of that, but I really am going to be opening up that coaching for people who really want to dive deeper into getting rid of their limiting beliefs within and being able to manifest more of what they want into their lives and working like one on one with people to help them, you know, heal whatever their their subconscious, I guess, and their mind is going through, so that they can attract more of that which they want. And this is why. I'm going to go on just mention this. I have nothing against law of attraction and I've even preached about law of attraction until recently. I've just, I've immersed myself in the manifestation world and all these different techniques and I've seen things just shift completely in a positive way for myself. See, here's the thing with law of attraction. Law of attraction a lot of times will teach you to think about just what you want. And for most people, most people can sit there and, and dream up what they do want. The, the, frustration a lot of times for people getting back to like just putting more positivity in your life it's not really about that because where, where people usually tend to get tripped up is yes maybe for five minutes you can sit there and think about all the dreams that you want and stare at your vision board like I have a vision board myself but a lot of these techniques are great when when you're only focused on those things you want but for the other 23.5 hours of the day or 23.599 hours your mind is going off and if you're constantly focused on what you don't have or your lack or scarcity or whatever the negative stuff's going on up here is going on that's what you're going to naturally attract more of into your life you get what you focus on dominantly your dominant thoughts are what create your reality i love it so you're not talking about like us election you're never that's not coming up in the pave your podcast a paradise podcast like do, do you get sucked into that world at all with the, the clusterfuck that is right now the u.s no you know it's funny you asked me this because i've had this conversation with a few people i feel like to a certain degree and it's not about being ignorant i want to stress that first it's not about being ignorant to what's going on i'm very well informed i know what you know I do my own due diligence in educating myself aside from the mainstream media. I'm just going to say that because I'm just going to be real with y'all. I think it's important to get multiple sources of information because I, I would just, this is my, my belief again, to each their own, whatever works for y'all. I like to be well informed from a variety of different background sources so that I don't feel like I'm just being, told one thing and believing that that's never the way that I've been with anything in the world. Right. So that's just my personal belief. Now, in terms of how am I allowing or not allowing that to affect me, I guess in a sense, I do put myself in this little bubble. Like I don't let that energy penetrate or at least trigger me in any way. And some people can sit there and 
you know, whatever, have their, I guess, their opinions on that. It's, again, it's not about not being compassionate. It's not about not caring about other people. But, like, for reals, if you're not allowing yourself to think about your mental and emotional and physical well-being first, how are you going to show up for other people in the world? Like, how are you going to do that, you know? And especially today, uh, you know, with, with COVID and just a really weird time to be alive. Uh, totally. I mean, I just, I think part of that is even, even the way we talk about it, like I rarely in my own life will ever even use the, like the, the word itself. Cause I just don't even want to affirm. It's not, again, it's not living in denial. It's not. It's just, I want to, I want to primarily make my dominant thoughts and focus on what I do want. So I feel like it's way more beneficial for me to be affirming things like everyone on our planet is healthy and happy. Our world is totally at peace. And yes, for a lot of people that they might feel that, um, that resistance, right? Because in the 3D reality we're in, the current circumstances, they may not be seeing that reflecting, but that's where your belief and your faith has to kick in that there will be better times. There will be times when we are all in a healthier, happier, more peaceful, you know, space together. And that to me, exactly, right? Like power Holy. to the, that's where positive mental diet comes in. That's what I want to teach people to have more of because they will see. If they shift up here, their entire world is going to shift as well externally. And the one quote that I absolutely love that is so short and sweet, and I share it with people that I care about the most because it really is so short but so powerful, as within, so without. Love it. It's coming around. I mean, eventually we will be able to get into an airplane again. We will be able to travel. Where's the? Where was? When was the last time you were in an airplane, and where did you go to? Uh, Vancouver, actually. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I actually was. Um, I guess brave to some enough. But you know what? I will say, like, I had an amazing experience. I was just very smart. Obviously, you know complete sanitization as much as possible, wore my mask the entire time. Um, from Toronto to Vancouver, it was about like a four and a half-ish hour flight to and from. And I, I celebrated a birthday in September and I wanted to continue the celebration all month. And, and my dad is on the West Coast where y'all are. Uh, yeah. You and Todd and, and um, some of the listeners as well. So I, and it wasn't, I don't know, like again, like, it's like I knew it existed, I knew what was going on, but I just didn't allow it to stop me or affect me in that sense. So I hopped on the plane, I went, I had honestly the best trip of my life. And I came Good. back and I'm healthy and happy and everything worked out. Like everything, as I always, for everything always works out in my favor. Yeah, that's good. It's great. And then again, it's the mindset, right? Totally. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up uh, with probably the, the trickiest question to throw anybody. What is your career highlight? Career highlights. Need a sec for this one. Yeah, it's a tough one. Career highlight. That is a really amazing question. Because there's so many for me. There's so many. You know what? I'm just going to I'm gonna go with my gut as I always do. And I'll say, honestly, this moment right now, yes, being on the, on the podcast with yeah, this, you this is as it, right always. <laughs> but, it's, but, it's, but to me, it's more like 
to be honest, the mindset I'm in now is the most evolved I've ever felt as a creator, as an influencer, as a YouTuber, as a TV host, as all of the above. And to be in my own skin today and feel the way that I do with the positive mental diet that I have today, this is the career highlight for me because it's never just about, and the, the reason why I say this, and I feel in my heart like speaking about this the most, I've never been more impactful to the world at large. I've never had more of an audience tuning in and being able to change as many lives as I have in this moment right now. So for me, that's the biggest highlight I could wish for as, as someone who just wants to make such a positive impact on the planet. Awesome. I love that answer. <laughs> Bless you. Maybe that's a good sign. Like I'm like letting, letting all my love out. <laughs> Maddie, hit us with your socials. How do they find you on Twitter? Yeah, so I'm on pretty much everything you think of. I'm yeah. on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. It's pretty much all under at Maddie J. Ross. Uh, on Instagram, I have at Mandy J. Ross and at Pave Your Paradise, which is just extra, um, really inspirational type content. On yep. YouTube, my YouTube channel just keeps growing every single day. I'm so grateful for y'all who tune in every single week with new episodes. It's Mandy J. Ross, so slash Mandy J. Ross on YouTube. And then my website, you can find tons of free inspirational content. It's www. If you look at the right above her, there's her website, and that's mine above me. Uh, there's my Twitter. That's her Twitter over there. Awesome, Mandy. Have a great day, and and thanks again for doing this. And I guess we'll we'll see you online. Thank you so much, Todd. As always, I'm wishing you and y'all listening out there a blessed, beautiful day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Peace out. The Toddcast Podcast on ToddHancock.ca.